of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states. Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us. Then ransom our future and our children's, that's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Some way out of this mess We must take America back Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Friday, 22nd July 2016. <sighs> what a morning in America. Anybody watch the... Uh, what were the ratings? Can, is there any way you can look that up, Mikey? What was the ratings on the uh, RNC last night for Donnie Trump? Uh, place was packed to the rafters, 50-plus thousand in there. And it's uh, 32 million? 30 mil- 32 million people saw that guy last night. <laughs> and, uh, folks, if you, have any, uh, if you have any feel or idea about politics versus rhetoric versus campaign stumping versus trying to get the voters' attention, hey, vote for me. You know, if if Donald Trump pulls off 10% of what he says he's going to do, uh, it's going to be pretty damned remarkable. And he left no stone unturned last night. Speaking of stone, uh, have you all seen this, uh, the shakeup at the RNC and Involving the one uh, Alex, what's his middle name? Aloysius? What is it? Emery. Emery. Emmerich. Ooh, I'm sorry. Jones. What he did was he crashed the set of uh, of uh, the Young Turks. And old Sink, um, he was pretty compliant for the next, for the first uh, 10, 15 seconds. And then he got a little concerned and well, in tow with uh, with Alex was uh, Roger Stone, and I guess Sank really has a problem with Alex. Uh, Alex, or uh, with uh, there's some kind of rub. I don't know what exactly it is, but Sank went after Stone with a vengeance, even more so than Alex crashing a set. Now, Jones claims he was invited on the set, and no, he wasn't. Any more than he was invited uh, a couple of years ago, there was a. Uh, Second Amendment rally down in Austin, and he was invited to speak to be a featured speaker, and uh, he declined only to show up with entourage, cameras rolling, bullying and blustering his way through the crowd. This is his style. And it was was rather fascinating to, to watch that. Jesus, you know... If if you could just make minor adjustments in people, is, is is there an access panel to this guy? Can we can we tweak the 
No, I guess not. And, and But he thinks this is good journalism, you know, just by getting attention. Well, whatever. At any rate, what I saw is a lot of lost people last night. I'm speaking, of course, about the media. And I watched the spin, and this is what they're good at. After this speech that, folks, I, I have to admit, in, in a half a century, I've not seen anything like this in politics. Nothing. And people were speculating. And, and this is... Uh, I don't even I don't know even know the uh, the corollary to this trying to predict what Donald Trump is going to do is um, is a shot in the dark to say the least. The news media had it planned out that he was going to get up there and his main topic was going to be security for the United States. Okay. Well, he did cover that and a whole lot more. And I was astounded I was sitting there watching this with Ken White last night. He's our board op on the weekends. And every once in a while, we'd catch each other just looking across the room at each other just with a, uh, with a look and no words. An acknowledgement of this is pretty damn earth-shattering. He once again reaffirmed that uh, we're not going to be part of this global stuff anymore. And what's ironic, he was talking about redoing the trade deals. He says $800 billion a year, $800 billion a year we're losing in this so-called free trade. Well, it's anything but really free, and it's certainly not fair. He went on to talk about many things, and I just want to cover his speech uh, a little bit this afternoon. Because it really... (laughs) It was remarkable, and, and I'll tell you what, he, he left no stone unturned. Uh, gay and lesbian crowd, uh, blacks, Hispanics, any American, any town, USA, pretty much covered it border to border. One thing I did notice, when he first opened up his mouth, he walked out on stage. Um, his, his daughter, uh, what's, her, what's his daughter's name, Ivanka? Ivanka. Ivanka. Not too bad for never getting in front of a huge crowd like this, you know, football-sized crowd, and trying to keep a rhythm and a sincerity reading a teleprompter, which is, I've never done it. I've done reads on air, but not prompted by a teleprompter in front of a large audience. Not an easy thing to do, and she pulled it off pretty well. And I was thinking... As I was looking after the debate last night, and I was looking at the Trump family on stage, the thought struck me, that's Camelot. You know, that was tagged with John F. Kennedy and Jackie Bouvier Kennedy. Um, She was, uh, and I I don't want to sound, uh, I don't want to sound too uh, over the top with this, but... Jacqueline Kennedy was was a hottie. She was she was nice. She was well spoken. She looked good. She talked good. She walked right. I mean, it, and and it became known as Camelot. But I'm looking at Donald Trump on stage last night, and I'm looking I'm looking at this family, and I'm thinking, there's your Camelot. 
there is maybe future politicians standing on that stage other than Donald Trump. And something else occurred to me last night as I was watching this. You know, it's it's not even arguable that Trump had a style that the likes of this country has never seen. The right fix at the right time. But to watch him to watch him do this, he only he only fell off script a, a few times and for brief moments. He he's disciplined himself. He's stuck to the script. He's he just he's up there doing it. The first thing, though, I noticed when he came out, he said, "Friends, delegates, and fellow Americans, I humbly and gratefully accept your nomination for the presidency of the United States." Now, you out there in informed land, we know what the United States is. To me, that was a clear signal uh, to corporate America that, yeah, that's still the standing, but there's going to be a few changes. Not United States of America, but United States. He immediately jumped on the bandwagon about crime and violence. And we have touched on this issue before, but it seems... There is no probable solution. What do you do with people that just erupt? Whether it be Black Lives Matter or whatever the case may be. How do you deal with that situation? Well, you deal with it on an individual basis, on any given day, depending on the circumstance. You respond, ta-da without ever going to the root of the problem and why this is happening. You know why it's happening. I know why it's happening. But nobody wants to address this. He says, I have a message for all of you. A crime and violence that today afflict our nation will soon come to an end. Beginning on January 20th of 2017, safety will be restored. He says, the most basic duty of government is to defend the lives of its own citizens. Any government that fails to do so is a government unworthy to lead. And I am in partial agreement with that statement. (sighs) The most basic duty of the government is defend our rights. And if I can really stretch this one out. Uh, to protect our rights and our individuality and sovereignty. More sovereignty than individuality, that's a personal thing. That has nothing to do with government. But it's most basic duty, first and foremost, to provide a Republican form of government. Constitutional rights intact. says it's finally time to for a straightforward assessment of the state of the nation. He said, I will present facts plainly and honestly. We can't afford to be politically correct anymore. And if you want to hear the corporate spin, the carefully crafted lies, and the media myths, the Democrats are holding their convention next week. He says, but here at our convention, there will be no lies. We will honor the American people with the truth and nothing else. Decades of progress made in bringing down crime are now being reversed by this administration rollback of criminal enforcement. 
Now, let me stop and digress here for a second because he's right and he's wrong. In cities such as Chicago and major metropolitan areas in this country, yeah, there has been a rate increase in homicides and violent crime. That is true. But the overall statistics suggest that homicides, murders, are on a downward trend. And I would attribute that, directly attribute that, to people arming themselves. Whether it be whether it be concealed weapon, open weapon, open weapon carry, doesn't matter. The criminals are starting to get the idea that it's not going to be necessarily easy pickings. Which, by the way, we'll get into the Munich shooting here uh, before the end of the show today. Uh, three guys walking around with handguns shooting people. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Why did not somebody unholster their firearm, take careful aim, and drop the guy that's killing people? So far, I think the death toll, Mike, is what, up to nine in Munich? Ten? Nine. And extraordinary measures. They're sealing the borders. They're shutting down trains. They haven't quite decided. Well, I'm getting into way more of this than I want to do, but I'm the one that brought it up. (laughs) So whenever you have, and they say there's three shooters, so whenever you have a situation like this, you go into full-blown police response, running around and doing what? This is a show. It's it's more of a solidarity movement for the police. But something more ominous and sinister I sense behind this. A conditioning process that, hey, you know, you don't really have any due process or rights or anything else, and we're on full tilt boogie emergency, military emergency. And we will do whatever is expeditious to remedy the problem. Well, this is insane. Whether you're using a Louisville slugger, a rent a truck, a knife, a bottle, your fist, or whatever the case may be, you're not going to be able to stop it because it's spontaneous. They claim that it's long planned, months in the making, and everybody's got to be afraid we're under attack, we're under attack. Unless they plan on putting cops in everybody's back pockets so they feel safe and secure walking around their world, it's not really safe and secure. There's no 100% guarantee that your life will not end under violent circumstance, car crash, gunshot, whatever the case may be, falling downstairs. They're trying to give you the impression that the more police and the more police presence responding to this is going to keep you safer. It's absolute BS. They cannot. All right. I said I wasn't... Let me digress back into Mr. Trump here. He talked about illegals. He talked about the crime. He said Obama's hometown, Chi-Town, more than 2,000 have been the victims of shooting this year. And more than 3,600 have been killed in the Chicago area since he took office 
And that just happens to be, let me do a little math, a little under seven and a half years ago. And the number of police officers killed in the line of duty has risen almost 50% compared to this point last year. Well, 50% sounds like a huge increase, but there's not that many cops that are killed in this country. And, gosh, going against this carefully crafted propaganda is... At times, it almost seems useless because you guys out there know what's going on. You know the conditioning, the psychological processing, the beta testing, and all that stuff. You know that. But when you're weak and ineffectual, you feign strength. You bluster. You put on a good show. One of the questions I have not had answered yet, with all this military equipment that had been distributed years ago, to major metropolitan areas, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Dallas, Texas, tiny little cities across the United States picking up free military equipment. Well, it's not given to them. They're, it's on loan to them, and they're expected for maintenance and upkeep to keep the taxpayers' war-making machines now on the streets of America in top operating condition. Yes, Corporal, go get that oil chain. We might have a first responder. We might have to roll. Well, where did they roll in Dallas? Why did that? And I have not heard anybody in the media bring this up either. Why didn't they use the MRAPs? That's what the hell they said they wanted them for. Well, you know, God forbid, riot control or, you know, hostage situations. Well, the Black Lives Matter people, they boogied real quick. The only hostages that I saw were the police who were running around pretty much at station, not knowing really what to do, what they're up against. But once the dust settled and the body stopped bleeding, what did they decide to do? Well, what other trinkets do we have around here? Oh, we got one of those robots. What the hell can we do with that? Put a gun on it? No, let's take a pound of C4 and go blow it up. And get the perpetrator. I would have much rather seen this guy alive. Maybe a few limbs blown off. Roll up with an MRAP. Okay, here you go. Medics, bandages him up. Get him to the hospital. Get him in jail. Get him to trial. You know, there's a lot of people in this world, folks, that will suicide by cop. Or they're on some psychotropic drug or they've been turned down on the streets from some mental institution. There's a million reasons why these people might be doing what they're doing, but the end result is simply this. They are powerless to stop it and pretty inept with dealing with it when it does happen. But what if we had more armed Americans walking around, trained, and ready to shoot the bad guy when they pop off a first shot. Hmm. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science-analyzing brawn. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be the bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science, analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. F*** you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be the bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show. Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Soon you will be dancing face to face With the limits of ambition And the scars of the marketplace Welcome to the land of flame and fizz Where you will learn that packaging Is all that ever is Packaging Trump talked about nearly 180,000 illegal immigrants with criminal records ordered deported from our country are tonight roaming free to threaten peaceful citizens. The number of new illegal immigrant families who have crossed the border so far this year already exceeds the entire total from 2015. They're being released by the tens of thousands into our communities with no regard for impact on public safety or resource. More importantly, culture. 
one such border crosser made it, uh, was released and made it all the way to Nebraska. He ended the life of an innocent girl named Sarah Root. She was 21 years old, killed the day after graduating from college with a 4.0 grade point average. Her killer was then released a second time. He's now a fugitive from the law. He says, and again, I will tell you the plain facts that have been edited out of your nightly news and your morning newspaper. Nearly four in ten African-American children are living in poverty. Fifty-eight percent of African-American youth are not employed. Two million more Latinos are in poverty today than when the president took office and less than Eight years ago, another 14 million people have left the workforce entirely. Incomes are down more than 4,000 since 2000, the year 2000. Our manufacturing trade deficit has reached an all-time high, nearly $800 billion in a single year. Obama doubled our national debt to more than $19 trillion and growing. And what do we have to show for it? Our roads and bridges are falling apart. Our airports are third world conditions. And 43 million Americans are on food stamps. <laughs> he gets into Hillary. <laughs> Man, does he... I don't... Now, Hillary's a good orator. She can read a teleprompter real good. She can make you halfway believe, if you don't know who Hillary Clinton really is, she can make you halfway believe that she's sincere. And with all this experience of being the first lady for eight years, being senator from New York, being secretary of state, He says, in Libya, our consulate, the symbol of American prestige around the globe, is brought down in flames. America is far less safe and the world is far less stable. And when Obama made the decision to put Hillary Clinton in charge of America's foreign policy, I'm certain it's a decision he truly regrets. I don't think so. Her bad instincts and her bad judgment, something pointed out by even Bernie Sanders, are what caused the disasters unfolding today. He said, let's review the record. In 2009, pre-Hillary, ISIS wasn't even on the map. Libya was cooperating. Egypt was halfway peaceful. Iraq was seeing a reduction in violence. Iran was being choked by sanctions. Syria was under control. After four years of Hillary, what do you have? ISIS spread across the region and the world. Libya is in ruins. Our ambassador and his staff were left helpless to die in the hands of savage killers. Egypt was turned over to radical Muslim Brotherhood, forcing the military to retake control. Iraq is in chaos. And I'm sure to satisfy his neocon, don't worry, we'll take care of everything, threat, just watch me when I get into office. So. Iran is on the path to nuclear weapons. Syria is engulfed in a civil war. And the refugee crisis now threatens the West. After 15 years of war in the Middle East, after trillions of dollars spent, thousands of lives lost, that's just counting ours, folks, not theirs. Millions. The situation is worse than it's ever been before. And the legacy of Hillary? Death, destruction, and weakness. I think it 
Let's throw dead in there as well. Takes a lot of money to go around the world killing people, you know. Logistics and fuel and, you know, it's just, it's expensive. Going, killing people by the millions. And then he really digs into her. He called in front of 32 million people. He called Hillary Clinton a criminal. The person on the opposite party running for the POTUS is a criminal. The place went nuts. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we, the people, are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call one 877 928-8822 that's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two month supply of either capsules or liquid Extend your life with Extendivite Hi 
Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Kind of an open phone Friday. Mark in Texas, you're up first. Hello, Mark. I'm sorry? How long was he on hold? How, how long? Should have turned me, told me to turn my screen on. Okay. The most important difference between our plan and our opponents is that our plan would put America first. Americanism, not globalism. You know, this is like watching a uh, a one-sided heavyweight fight where the opponent, the only thing they could do is cover up. <laughs> he just kept landing blow after blow. As long as we're led by politicians will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect. This is all going to change in 2017. And once again, the American people will become first again. Begins with safety at home, which means safe neighborhoods, secure borders, and protection from terrorism. There can be no prosperity without law and order. This is a big emphasis on the law and the order. And when you stop and you think about this, it entails a lot. I'm not just talking about a street thug or some criminal alien running around the streets of America. We're talking about the people that are in Washington, D.C. I would be if I... Man, if I was the slightest bit tainted, I would be extremely nervous being a politician in Washington, D.C. today. He says he's going to outline uh, a program to add millions of new jobs and trends and wealth that can be used to rebuild America. By the way, <clears throat> uh, Obama brought the president of Mexico up and had a press conference. And a reporter had asked him, did you, did you watch Donald Trump last night at the RNC? And he goes, no, I had other things to do. I, I, I'm, I'm a busy man. He looked like he did not have any sleep, and he looks like he's having the hellish time of his life. He was disjointed. He's not really there. He was fumbling and stumbling and looking for words that just wouldn't come. And he was there to reinforce the NAFTA deal with Mexico and to talk about the TPP. 
Well, this is going to add more opportunity for many people. Same damn thing we were told about NAFTA, remember, folks? It's going to give millions of jobs to the Mexicans, and it's going to create millions of jobs here. What? What was Mexico doing that they were going to get us employed and multiply the numbers by millions? Nothing. Mexico had nothing to offer. Oh, yeah, they did. Cheap labor, of which American corporations took full advantage of, even so far as moving their companies to Mexico, Mexico, to get that cheap labor. And, of course, not being penalized, tariffed, taxed, or anything else, building those products and bringing them onto, uh, into our consumer market. Yeah. $800 billion a year in climbing. Big business, elite media, and major donors are lining up behind the campaign of my opponent because they know she will keep our rig system in place. They're throwing money at her because they have total control over everything she does. She is their puppet, and they pull the strings. This is why Hillary Clinton's message is that things will never change. My message is that things have to change, and they have to change right now. Every day I wake up determined to deliver for the people I have met all across this nation that have been neglected, ignored, and abandoned. I have visited laid-off factory workers, the communities crushed by our horrible and unfair trade deals. These are the forgotten men and women of our country, people who work hard but no longer have a voice. He gets into Hillary talking about embracing crying mothers who've lost their children because their politicians put their personal agendas before the national good. I got no patience for injustice, no tolerance for government or its incompetence, and no sympathy for leaders who fall, or I'm sorry, fail their citizens. When innocent people suffer because our political systems lacks the will or the courage, or the basic decency to enforce our laws, or worse still, has sold out to some corporate lobbyist for cash, I am unable to look the other way. And he won't. I, Man, I can guarantee you he won't. When a Secretary of State illegally stores her emails on a private server, deletes 33,000 of them so the authorities can't see her crime, puts our country at risk, lies about it in every different form, and faces no consequences, I know that corruption has reached a level like never before. And he, at this point in time, he was pissed. You could see it in his face. And it wasn't an act. You know, one of the reasons that Donald Trump got into this fray to begin with, and last June, when he threw his hat into the ring, people were laughing. Donald Trump, that guy. Your fired guy? The apprentice? What? Yeah, he's rich. What the hell does he know? Ladies and gentlemen, he walked through the biggest field of president wannabes in our nation's history. There were 16 of them on stage to debate in front of God and all his people. And he laid waste to 16 of them. Some weren't that hard to do away with, obviously. Jeb Bush, Mr. Low Energy. 
<laughs> when he said that, I can remember George Bush in an event that hardly anybody was there and nobody was clapping. And he was on stage prompting people to clap and they wouldn't. <laughs> Mr. Low Energy. That was an indication right there that people that had it with the Bush-Clinton criminal regime, I mean, that spoke volumes. And immediately afterward, I thought, you know, during one of those debates, one of the earlier ones, that there's old Georgie Bush Sr., cocked back cockily in his little wheelchair, giving the Masonic throat slit sign to Donald Trump. Well, I don't think that works on Donald because Donald's not a Mason. <laughs> That's like, I got a voodoo doll and I'm going to stick a needle in your left testicle. Well, you know what? I don't believe in your voodoo, so go ahead and pin away. See? Didn't hurt me. He said when the FBI director says that the Secretary of State was extremely careless and negligent in handling our classified secrets, I also know that these terms are minor compared to what she actually did. They were just used to save her from facing justice for her terrible crimes. In fact, her single greatest accomplishment may be committing such an egregious crime and getting away with it, especially when others have paid so dearly. When that same Secretary of State rakes in millions of dollars trading access and favors to special interest and foreign powers, I know for action, the time for action has come. And in one of the Trumpier moments, something we're a little bit more familiar with, and he's not shy. He was standing at the podium and he says, I have joined the political arena so the powerful can no longer beat up on the people that cannot defend themselves. And he says, nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I can fix it. <laughs> he stood there and did the palms up, no necker, like, eh, eh. I've told you, I've used that system that was made available to any businessman in this country. And he said, I took full advantage of it. In order to be competitive, you had to be in there because if you're outside the loop, guess what? You didn't get paid. You didn't do business. And I think I figured out, I'll digress here for a second. I think I figured out what Donald Trump is going to do in regards to the money system. Let me take Wes in Idaho. Hello, Wes. Hi, thank you for taking my call, John Stadmiller. Yeah, what's on your I'm mind? I'm trying to get this information out all day on the radio. It seems very important to me. I think you, too, will be joyous when you hear it. Donald Trump, uh, News with Views, July 22nd. Kelly uh, Nelson is a reporter. Trump to repeal the 501c3 clergy muzzling Johnson Amendment of 1954. Uh, the amendment of 1954 uh, silenced uh, the churches passed by Congress stated that nonprofits. Christian churches and organizations could not speak in favor of any political candidate despite the prohibition stated in the First Amendment 
FORA, OUR BILL OF RIGHTS. FURTHER, IN 1776, THEY HAD WHAT IS CALLED THE BLACK ROBE REGIMENT, IN WHICH THE uh, CLERGY uh, WENT OUT THERE AND SUPPORTED our soldiers in that war of 1776. And Wes, Another, Wes, 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 yes? now don't read the whole article to me. I'm familiar with Kelly. I, no. I'm not reading that. That came okay. out of my head. Okay. The other is the election sermon in which the newly elected official was invited into the church, and a good clergyman would tell him, now you rule in the fear of God, or else and, uh, you, you don't even make law. You uphold God's law. You enforce God's law. Now, what do we have now? Separation of church and state, in which the church cannot evict affect the government, but the government is to affect the church? I don't think so. That was not what the First Amendment was meant to be. By, by the by, Wes, you got, you got to give me a break here. Let me get in here somewhere. Okay? First off, it was called the Black Brigade, and it wasn't just in support of our troops. They donned the uniform of the day. They would get up at the pulpits, and they would preach and they would go into the field as soldiers right along with the rest of the the, uh, the uh, colonies. Uh, what you're talking about last night uh, was actually said by Donald Trump. He actually said that to 32 million people. He said, we're going to stop this. We're going to stop this 501c3 stuff with these churches, the tax-exempt churches. We're going to stop this. And I'll get to that passage and, and read it. Wes, I thank you for your call. Good points. Uh, is this Tom in Florida? Okay, Tom, go ahead. I'm, hey, John. Uh, okay. Great show. Uh, uh, yeah, John, I just want to say this. Um, that What you said earlier uh, on your show was awesome when you said about Trump. This hasn't happened in 50 years, a speech like that, when he's really telling it like it is and hammering it home the real truth that's going on in this United States of America. But, uh, John, let's look, let's look at Germany right now at the Zirkel. You got, uh, what, nine people shot in Germany or murdered in Germany. That's just the beginning. She's a Stasi uh, East German. Yep. She was in the Stasi. She's a communist. Yep. And she's now in control, uh, she's in control of the most powerful capitalist country in Europe. Uh, what kind of design is this by and, and whom? Was this a Rothschild design, uh, the Soros types? I mean, this is unbelievable. And uh, now they're trying to spin this out. Well, you know, and then they had an attack, I guess, on the train the other day where a bunch of people got hacked, hacked or something, John. What's going on in uh, France, Germany? England got well, dummied up, and they smartened out, and they said, get, we're out of here. And, you know, I, I tell you, John, they, they, this year, like Trump's speech last night, I never heard a speech like that in my life. When he's really saying what is going on in America. Well, and, and the... The, the, the animosity with the black people in this country alone is horrific. Tom, and what I was going to say about Trump and his speech, um, the spin, I was very interested to see how the media responded and what topics they were going to pick and choose that Donald Trump brought up, and they glazed over the most important ones like they didn't even exist. They looked shell-shocked. 
They did not know what to say. They were not prepared. They were Sean Hannity and the boys uh, were just prepared to do their post uh, RNC speech and, you know, put it to bed. And, hey, we've been here four days. We're out of here. We're on the plane tomorrow morning. It was it was disgusting to watch them sit there and talk about issues that were at the very least fluff. Yeah. The very least fluff and a great endeavor in misdirection without really addressing the real things that he was talking about. Thanks for your call, Tom. I appreciate it. Um, So when he goes after Hillary, he's talking about the carelessness and negligence, and those are the words of uh, Comey, the FBI director. And he said, I also know that these terms are minor compared to what she actually did. They were just used to save her from facing justice for her terrible crimes. In fact, her single greatest accomplishment may be committing such an egregious crime and getting away with it, especially when others have paid so dearly. She's talking about Secretary of State raking in the bucks for the Clinton Foundation. And there's a lot of defection going on. Uh, this, I think it's Frank Luntz. He's their um, uh, polling person. He, he has his own select group of people, and they gauge them over four days of the attitude of people that are going to vote for Bernie or they're going to vote for Hillary. Or At the end of this, People were still not sure they were going to vote for Donald, but they weren't going to vote for Hillary. Well, they didn't. They, I don't even think they even knew who Gary Johnson was, but if you're not going to vote for Hillary and you're not going to vote for Trump, then I guess you're not going to vote. This, this Hillary Clinton, I, I cannot possibly see her debating and not stroking out. I mean, I... I really can't. You imagine Trump getting fired up here and going after Hillary Clinton? Oh, and he's he's got a he's got a good amount of time to start amassing the stuff. And if I were him, I wouldn't even respond to Hillary Clinton. I'd just come out with my own stuff and just keep hammering. That's probably what I'll end up doing. All right, let's take the break. Eight hundred three one three ninety four forty three. Einstein once said. Future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joy pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. 
Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Feeling down and dirty, feeling kind of mean. He talked about police officers being gunned down in Louisiana. Three were killed, four badly injured. He said, I will work with and appoint the best prosecutors and law enforcement officials in the country to get the job done. In this race for the White House, I am the law and order candidate. And at that point in time, a little video loop in my head, Sylvester Stallone. I am the law. The administration has failed America's inner cities. It failed them on education. It failed them on jobs. It failed them on crime. It's failed them at every level. See, there was no incentives for this, folks. You keep pumping billions and trillions of dollars into people that, well, it's become a a right to them, an entitlement. And he talked a lot about a, a lot about work and the ethic of work. And what a working person does versus somebody that does nothing. I think that, I think there's going to be a heavily laden approach to getting people off of welfare that have made a lifelong ambition to have no ambition in their lives. Just to sit back and collect off of somebody else's work. 
So that every action I take, I'll ask myself, does this make life any better for young Americans in Baltimore, Chicago, Detroit, Ferguson? And there's been mention of federalizing the police. We saw our attorney general referencing that, Obama talking about it. Well, we should just federalize the police, take it over since we're the federal government. We're here to help. And we've done so much good for so many on so many government programs. Who the hell wouldn't question that? After all, all the tools are there, aren't they? We've got the fusion centers, did away with Posse Comitatus. We've got troops on the streets, limited, limited troops. But Marines were on the ground in Dallas, Texas. That was not reported. But I have somebody that lives in the Dallas area that saw them with his own eyes. And some really funky painted-up vehicles to boot. But they were there. Actual Marines in uniform. He talks about the best gathering operation, intelligence operations. He, they got to abandon a failed policy of nation building and regime change. Now, this is, this, this is a biggie, folks, because he's come out and he said, you know, I wasn't for this thing in Iraq. He threw out his speech. He pointed out that, take a look under this regime. How things have gotten progressively worse. And I say progressively tongue in cheek. (laughs) 800-313-9443 take your calls. If I don't have that many callers, I'm just going to keep rolling with the information. Phones still working, are they? We're switching over phone companies. It's going to save us about uh, $800 a month. Continuing to cut cost here at the network to lessen the burdens on all of us and still keep things running as smoothly as we possibly can. I was thinking, you know, Alex Jones has $4 million. I think it's about time he retires. If Trump gets his way, it'll make Alex Jones irrelevant. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Maybe even me. Have you been looking for a trusted, long-term, storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 